Welcome back, Bulls Nation, to another episode of the Nothing But Bull Podcast. I'm your host, Derek, and as always, I'm with my main man, Just B. Justin, what's going on? Nothing much. I'm salty, but in a good mood because I'm with you all, so it's all good. And we have Melissa. How's it going? What's good, everybody? Hey, everybody in Bulls Nation. Peace and blessings. Hope everyone's good. And we are being joined by Bulls Nation Twitter famous... Ramina. <laughs> what an intro. What an intro. Hey guys. This is thanks for having me, by the way. Thanks for coming on. Of course. Um it's not a joyous podcast. <laughs> because <laughs> the Bulls did not go 2 and 0. They did not split. They went 0 2. And mainly because Billy Donovan cannot coach. <laughs> yeah billy donovan has been really bad for like my weekend enjoyment um just terrible like we haven't won a game over the weekend this year and as we were just talking uh as we were off camera um you know i look back at his stats and like last year alone when we had a pretty good team much more talent we lost 54 percent of the weekend games and the year before that we lost 68 percent of the weekend games and the year before 61 percent so billy is not good if you are looking for a weekend enjoyment he's not the coach that you want to be following that that is a pretty sad stat like well i was gonna say how do you know that (laughs) i didn't know that (laughs) Well, it got me. Somebody had tweeted out. I think it was um, Greenberg. I can't remember exactly who tweeted it out, but he was like, oh, you know, just so everybody knows, we're 0-7 over the weekend. And I was like, that explains why I'm in such a bad mood and I take it out on my students on Monday. But then I was like curious is like, what were his stats over the weekend for like the entire year last year? And I looked it up, and then it got me to thinking, what were his stats in previous years uh, being the Bulls head coach? And it got me to thinking that when I was looking at his OKC um, team in the past, it was much better. You know, you're you're playing with Hall of Fame players with Russell Westbrook and um, Kevin Durant. But it also got me to thinking that Westbrook – and Durant and even uh, Chris Paul, you're dealing with high energy players who are going to come out and bring it no matter what, because they don't want to get embarrassed, but they're, they're just going to bring it the Hall of Fame players. And, you know, you can have that kind of like equal balance because you know that those players, you don't, I don't want to say you don't have to coach them as much, but you know what those players are going to bring to the table. But when we look at this team, who has a little bit less talent that he's dealing with, he doesn't have those high energy players that he can necessarily rely on. And because of that, just in my opinion, like you don't, you don't really see that energy from him that this team needs. And we've talked about that several times, like the, the energy for the team when they start out, 
at the beginning of games. There's no energy. And if we notice that, other coaches have to notice it too. So what are they telling their players? Jump on them right from the beginning because you know that they're not going to be giving you that same type of energy. And that's what we've been seeing from these, especially this year. Uh, when the Bulls come out, they come out lethargic. Teams are taking that opportunity to jump on them right away. So I don't know. That's just a little theory that I was thinking of. I don't know. How do you all feel about it? About it? I don't have anything new to contribute on the Billy Donovan front. It's kind of the same over the last few weeks. I see that your opinion is slightly becoming more, I don't know if it's pessimistic or realistic, but um, I, I'm still, I still have the same stance as I have had the last few weeks. Well, it's just about the last few weeks. It's just more realistic. You know, I was trying to be like that person who was like, okay, let's look at the overall you know, coaching aspects that he's brought to this team. But, you know, I'm, my mind is starting to like turn a little bit with where he's at and what he's, his ability to get this team to where we all think that he needs to be. Because if you look around the league, you know, there's other teams who are starting off very well with less talent, um, teams that no one thought, you know, was going to be doing anything, teams with, coaches who don't have the pedigree that he has. So I'm just wondering, like, what what is the deal? We know we have the talent. We do have the talent. We have the tools for it. We just got to – they have to be utilized properly. And I mean, last season we kind of started off the same way, right? Like, we would start off slow and then we would – I mean, let me not compare it to last season because I think we're doing a lot better with coming back in these games. But – I feel like last season, too, we would start off really slow almost every single game. But the difference is this season, we kind of see that a little more effort in them, I guess, because they do come back and they win some of these games. I think last season, too, we were also a lot more DeMar-reliant to save us, like to save the day, especially after Zach was injured. It was always like king of the fourth. DeMar is going to save the day in the fourth quarter after, you know, we're always playing catch-up. This year, it feels like a little bit less catch-up, but then we're also not as successful with these fourth quarters either. So, I don't know. There's a a whole lot going on. Overall, the team's better. Overall, the team's way better than last year, I think. We have much better talent. Um, We got got the two signings, and we're seeing improvement from Io and some other players too, and the cohesiveness is starting to to gel more, but... um, I don't know. I, I can't really pinpoint the problem other than well, I'm not going to blame it all on coaching, but coaching would definitely solve for quite a bit. I kind of noticed, like, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, if we have better players, we have different players, but the same things are happening. You know, so, like, that kind of has to fall on the guy who is at the helm of this thing. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say, Ramina? I was just going to say, I noticed, like, if Javante's not having a good game, the team kind of falls apart, too, if that makes sense. Because I know he didn't have the, a great game last night, right? I don't know how much he played, actually. I'm not going to lie. I don't know how many minutes he played. Yeah. It wasn't a, it wasn't a great game. <laughs> I don't want to say it all depends on him. I'm just saying I noticed if he doesn't have – like his energy out there, they also don't for some reason. Yeah, yeah. the bench wasn't as uh, wasn't hitting as hard as they have like 
the previous games. I think I want to say the last two games, the bench hasn't been as efficient um, as we've seen since the beginning of the season. But again, very short samples, uh, very small sample size. But in comparison to the beginning of the season, the very, very beginning up until like the last two, three games, we were heavily relying on the bench to give us that boost of energy. Every time they came in, it's like a completely different team steps on the court. They're full of energy. They're ready to go. And like you're seeing movement. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, we have not seen that the last few days the last few games. So to your point, I agree. Javante plus everybody, like the, the whole bench mm-hmm. has been kind of off. And Alex, unfortunately, has been kind of off on offense, but, you know, he's still contributing defensively. Um, he's just a little, he's just been a little off on offense. But I'm sure he'll get right. Yeah, I mean, the bench was contributing last night. Um, when the bench was in there with Zach, that's when we started going on that run and we cut it down. And a lot of people noticed that and said, as soon as DeMar came in, it became iso ball. And we lost that momentum. And the Pelicans, like, put it away. Some people say the ball moves better when DeMar is not on the court. What do you guys think about that? Because they're they're saying maybe we're relying too much on DeMar iso. I think it's just him trying to take over because a lack of play calling because what else are you going to do? I mean, he gets subbed in, he's going to do what he does, but the mm-hmm. lack of play calling and, and people aren't moving. It's like, again, back to the fundamentals of basketball. Like we're not, we're not setting those. We're not doing any pick and rolls or any screens and stuff like that. Nobody's moving off ball. He's going to do what he does. And that's ISO. And that's what saved us those games last season. But um, if nothing's being drawn up, nobody else is going to move because <laughs> we, we don't. I was really going to say. Yeah, we don't have. I was gonna say, going back to your point, like we depended on him in the fourth quarter. That's probably what they're used to at this point. When he had that turnover in the fourth quarter, that ruined the game for us right there. Like you could hear it in the crowd when that happened. Like everybody was like, "Oh, like you know." But I mean, we can all we can also throw in refs. Not for the whole thing. I'm not saying every single game is the refs' fault, but they've been kind of kind of trash with us lately. The FanDuel refs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? <laughs> they they but, definitely take the over-under on the other team. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah, but again, we can't blame all of it on them. No, yeah, I mean, they do get some blame. It's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, that you can blame a, a good amount of it because there were some blatant calls that were just like, wait, what? Like, and I think even like in one of the games, the free throw disparity was just so crazy, ridiculous for the other team. I forget exactly which game that was, but, you know, it's okay if DeMar is getting the ball. I mean, we want DeMar and Zach both to get the ball, obviously, but, you know, other teams, they know who is getting the ball all the time, but it's like the ball, like it just sticks. You know, there's no movement to move guys in better positions so that they can get mismatches on on other players. And that, you know, I don't want to keep saying that this comes down to coaching, but, you know, when you're seeing the ball stick, when you're seeing a lead that dwindles away, if you're seeing a lead that continues to get bigger from the other team and you don't call timeouts, like, I, I feel like we're kind of beating a dead horse here, but... You know, it's that has to come back to coaching. Like somebody on the coaching staff has to recognize it. If it's not Billy, it has to be somebody else who's on that bench who's watching. 
Yeah, I did, I did not want to spend another episode talking about Billy. Because <laughs> we all know I can't stand him. Uh, so who are we bringing in when we get rid of Billy? That's the question. <laughs> it's like, who who can we bring in? Do we try Chris Fleming? Do we go after somebody like Kenny Axon? Do you find somebody didn't, completely new? Didn't we try for Kenny? Um, I think we interviewed him and then we hired Billy. Mm-hmm. There's one other name. <laughs> I heard no, he was supposed yeah. to get like, it. Possible, he was supposed to get the guy before Billy, right? Well, I think that? so. Like that he was one of the one of the people that were possibly going to get the job, but we ended up going with Billy instead. See, I didn't know that. If, it, yeah, if he, that really happened, I didn't know that. But he he thought that the job was his, uh-huh. and then Billy became available. So what happens if we do get him? How you guys feel about that? Are you jumping to the fan side of you or the person side of you that has a little bit of? I don't know, we all have morals, but I'm just saying. Like, I'm talking about fans. We, I'm talking about your fans. Like, listen, I, I feel like on a personal level, we all know how we feel. But like, <laughs> on the fan side. Hey, the fan side. Tricky. He went to the finals his first year as a coach. I was going to say it's going to get a little tricky there because you put those feelings aside. Like, PR nightmare. <laughs> it's a PR nightmare. <laughs> But they did say it was consensual. So fan side is like I'm not even gonna touch on it. I know. I'm like (laughs) if we knew nothing about anything about anybody's personal lives on anything and on anything in general in life, things would be a lot different. But yeah, if 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 we're strictly judging on coaching and coaching alone, hell yeah, come on over. But unfortunately. Unfortunately, I mean the thing I mean, was, even even with him at the beginning, like that team was not gelling the way that they had. You know, once everything got final towards the end, I think it was like the last twenty eight games. It was like obvious that they were like one of the top two teams, you know, in the NBA. But you could tell, like he had. It's funny saying standards because of the <laughs> issue that he's in. But there were certain standards that he just kept trying to press upon them. And those other players like Brown and uh, Tatum, they weren't known as defensive players. And he got that out of them. He got those guys to buy in. Um, a lot of times they were talking about things that we you know, have issues with this Bulls team right now, which is the offense and the ball just sticking. And once those guys started to buy in, you saw a totally different team start to gel together. So from like a fan standpoint, I think it was solved a lot of the issues that this team has right now. On the flip side, you got to think about this. He's not there with them this year. Mm-hmm. They're 10 and three. Tatum's in the MVP conversation. Is it just that the players got it together and started playing to their abilities? Or did him coaching one year just stick with them? I mean, well, well did it look- stick with them and did it stick with them and the rest of the coaching staff? Right. But look at the team. That team had been together for a while and they were not, they weren't playing like that. 
Like we're, we're if you go back to like even with them going back to having Kyrie on the team, which was years ago, the team was not playing the way they were until he got there. So like if you're like just thinking about like what the X factor could have been, I like what else can you really pinpoint it on? Because it's it was the same players. They had a good coach before he got there, and he wasn't getting it out of that team. So you mentioned Kyrie. Kyrie is like <laughs> Kyrie is pretty much a cancer to like every team he's been on since he's left the Cavs. <laughs> he didn't even want to be in Boston, even though he told him, "Oh yeah, I'm resigning. I'll resign with y'all on the off season." Gone. <laughs> can't can't use Kyrie. Okay, well let's think about it like this: After Kyrie left, there was a good, I want to say, two years where people were talking about that team needs to be split up. You can't have Brown and Tatum on the same team. That was the talk. Boston, national media, everybody was saying that. And then you have that coach come in and team started turning it around. So everything can't be put on just one person, but a significant part of it can be. True. Okay, but if we get like, let's say we get a new coach and it's the same result, then what? Where do we go from there? Because people were saying Demar and Zach can't play together. That's true. It's true. Um, I don't know. Like, we're in a tough spot. It's a weird spot. It's it's a yeah. very weird spot. That's a very weird spot that we're in. Because you yeah, can we, see you're better than last season, but you also still kind of have the same problems as last season. Health being one of them. What do you say? Health. Health coaching. At least this time they were prepared for it, though. Like, you know, with the drive, yeah, how could you pick up? Mm-hmm. And, and I want experience. One of the things we talked about um, last episode also was how much time does this team have together? I mean, Demar is getting older. Booch is up for a contract. So I don't I, like the older conversation because he's still doing what he's doing at his age, and that's great. And so is Dragic. But I don't, I don't know what happens with Vooch after that. I don't know. Like, would you guys make the trade for Anthony Davis? That's been a big topic. No. <laughs> I'm not trading for street clothes Davis. Well, somebody said you're basically in the same spot. If you have Vooch or if you have Anthony Davis, which I think Anthony Davis, if he stays healthy, can kind of be better. But the if can he say healthy is a big if. I don't want to deal with any more injury. Injuries, right. Like, right. We we already have to deal with enough what ifs. But yeah, totally. If he was if he wasn't in the situation he was in and had a better record of actually being healthy and playing, be a different story. Yeah. If he was actually durable. Mm-hmm. Sherman soft, fragile. 
falling apart every other game when we already have some players with knee issues. Yeah. It is a weird spot that you mentioned, Ramina. Like, I don't – like, what is the way forward with this team? I just – I don't know. And when I say older, I meant, like, we have DeMar right now under contract. Mm-hmm. But how many more years of this high level do we expect to not only just have his services, but to have him playing at such a high level? Because he's not like we we talked before. He's not going to like replicate what happened last year. Like last year was like a magical year. So I don't know. Like, how do you maximize? Only under contract for one more year. Does Did you bring he, him back? That's the question. It's like, do we bring him back? <laughs> Does he choose to go? to LA to finish his career out? Does he go back to Toronto to finish his career out? It's kind of he's going to be a free agent so it's like he holds the keys. (laughs) What does he want to do? If he's looking at the Lakers right now, I don't think he's going to go there. (laughs) They have time to turn around. I'm not, not, you know, I'm not going to hate on them that much, but (laughs) And Toronto also, what is (laughs) Like, what is Toronto? I don't know. You know what? I'm not even going to speak on them because they're on a different level. But, like, what is there for him over there? I mean, that's where he started his career for so many years. Thought he would be there his whole career until they traded him away. You can see him why he would want to go back there to, like, play out his career. But your beef with the Dinosaur Nation is well documented. <laughs> I'm not even, I'm not going to speak. I'm not going to, you know, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. So, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do you guys think about Pat lately? Pat looked good the last couple games. And I think that he should have been in down the stretch of the Pelicans game. Mm-hmm. Garden Brandon Ingram instead Correct. of AC. AC, exactly. That's what I was getting to. But somebody said if he was in the game, he'd be guarding Zion. He wouldn't be guarding Brandon. Yeah, but you can, like, if you had to, you could deal with Zion taking twos as opposed to, you know, Brandon hitting those threes. Like, and that's my opinion. Like, I think, you know, you could. You can make up for that difference or at least go back and forth with, you know, either DeMar hitting twos or Zion getting to the basket or some combination like that. But I don't know why he like if you want him in in clutch situations, that was one of those clutch situations where you're like, okay, young guy, let's see what you got. So he held Ingram to two for six from the field the first three quarters. Ingram went into the fourth quarter with six points only, okay? Six points only, and he ended up with, what, 23? Mm-hmm. With this, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just a, that was just a we great mismatch. <laughs> like, uh, severely. I love him. <laughs> yeah, he ended up with that many points because he had AC guarding him in the fourth quarter, and he could clearly just shoot over him. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just, it's such a size mismatch. It's it just is mind boggling. Yeah. Why would you do that if he was defending him so well the first three quarters? 
Is that one it of goes those back st- to coaching? That, it goes back to coaching. <laughs> like he just stuck to his substitution patterns or, or what? Like I don't like that's one of those games where I would like to have seen like Pat play like close to forty minutes. You know, you're young. You haven't played. You didn't play last year. It's one game, but man, he had like four blocks. Yes. Yep. Why are you, why are you sitting him in the fourth quarter to put a shorter guy on somebody who's as offensively talented as Brandon Ingram in a close game? That's like the game where Drummond was hot and he took him out and put Vooch in. I can't remember what game that was. But Drummond was doing so well and he took him out and he put Vooch in and everybody was like, Whoa, what's going on? Yeah, Vooch was cold. He was having a bad game that game. <laughs> Take out drumming out, and we were all like, "Why?" Well, right. In other breaking news, did you guys hear that Kobe will <laughs> might be on the chopping block? What a shocker! <laughs> so of breaking course, news. he's on the chopping block. <laughs> Fantastic news! That's not Can breaking you news. That made the news. That's my favorite news. That was that made my day better. <laughs> Sorry if you do watch this. <laughs> also, well documented is mean this hate for COVID. <laughs> hey, did you guys see what what was going on? What happened with Zach? Because uh, Mina and I were at the game. We didn't really, and I didn't really follow up. We saw um, well, he 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 went to the locker room. Do you guys know what happened? Because I actually didn't check on that. Uh, so actually, right before that, he had ice on his shoulder. So now. That made me question it. He, I don't know if you saw it, but he had like um, ice taped around his shoulder, his right shoulder. So I don't know I if he was getting that checked out. I don't know. Did he? Did they say anything? Go back into the game after that. He did. He did. Mm-hmm. That's that's when I tweet. I tweeted because I saw him walking to the locker room. I think it was a commercial break. It might have been. But I saw him walking back and I tweeted, like, I'm hoping he's using the bathroom and just coming back because I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, they didn't mention it uh, during the broadcast. I had no idea. <laughs> he had ice on his shoulder. He did have ice on his shoulder, yep. It's probably a good thing that it wasn't mentioned, right? Means- and here I am mentioning it, right? Sorry, guys. <laughs> Hopefully it means it's not bad and it's not just um, covering up some stuff. I mean, there's no... <laughs> hasn't been any report about it so here i am breaking <laughs> all no, they came back in the exact news he came back in the game right after so i wasn't he just had to poops guys we're good <laughs> <laughs> all right so back to this whole <laughs> how do you segue from that <laughs> Justin, go. act like we haven't been down this road before. <laughs> right. yeah, <we> have. <laughs> Don't act like we're above that. Come on. I didn't say I was above that. I said, how do we segue? <laughs> so, I'm keeping I'm it cool right now. I'm keeping it cool right now. You know, like. <laughs> so, Mina, are you do you, do you actually do you like Zach Levine? Are you a fan? Um, you know, he's not that bad. Like, I think he's a good player. I don't agree with people saying he's not a max player, but we all have haters, I guess. <laughs> no, that that whole Zach doesn't deserve the max contract cr- crowd. Cut it out. Like, stop. 
because when he's not playing, you guys are getting aggravated and talking about, oh, if he did play, we would have won the game. Make up your minds. Which one is it? What would you say to somebody if they said? I can't say it. I can't say it on you. Edited version. <laughs> clean, clean version. Clean version. If they came up to you and said something about Zach and said, he needs to get traded. He doesn't deserve the max. Blah, blah, blah. What would you what would your response? This is why I call people bees every day. Um, say some other stuff on there, but I'll keep it clean today. <laughs> like honeybees. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wasn't Rudy Gay a max player? Isn't Gordon Hayward a max player? Like, there's a lot of max players out there that uh, people will, like, quickly forget. And um, Zach's numbers, like, stand out. Like, his numbers are ridiculous. Wasn't he hitting, like, 50, 40, and what was that? It was loud. He was almost, like, what, 50, 40, 90 clip? Yeah, almost. Like, he just missed it, I think, because he was hurt. That's the craziest part. Last season, he was injured, thumb, back, knee, whatever, and he still was dropping, what, 20 every game? Like, no. Efficiently. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, we, we've talked about that, too. Like, here he is. Here he was playing last season, as you were talking about, Mina, because we've talked about that, too. And people were complaining yeah. that, you know, he wasn't producing as much as he normally was, but he was playing injured. He just... But then you're going to talk about him sitting out these games. It wasn't even his choice. Like, it was the medical staff, coaching staff, whatever. It's just uh, you can't win. You can't win with some of these fans. You cannot. Nope. Because now it's, oh, he's not finishing at the rim like he should. He doesn't have that same hop anymore. You got to adjust your game and keep it oh. safe for now until, you know, he's a thousand percent. Yeah, I don't want to speak too much on it because people are going to be like, you're only saying that because you love him. I do love I absolutely do love him. I think he's great in, in a lot of ways. But I think, I'm telling you, I think people are just quick to forget. Because once he leaves, if he would have left to go to L.A., everybody would have hated him. <laughs> They've been everybody burning jerseys. <laughs> right, everybody would have been mad. But now that he's here and he got paid, they think they're going to say whatever they want. Which is so wild to me for Chicago fans because you know you know these players are reading it. You know they're reading what you're saying. So here we go again with another player. <laughs> to go to Sacramento initially. Like <laughs> this, right. this team would have been really bad. Mm-hmm. Don't this forget the Felicio and Valentine days. Don't do that. Don't forget those days. This team would have plummeted into the dark ages. Absolutely. I mean, he's the reason why we got Demar here too. Like, Demar wouldn't have come here if Zach wasn't here. No, definitely. They might have demoted us to the G League had Zach left for <laughs> Sacramento. We <laughs> mean demoted. We had a G League team that we were putting out there. And we were True. still watching. That's the crazy part. We were still watching that team. Had Walt Lemon Jr. <laughs> and Felicio and Denzel Valentine, oh all gosh. Zipster. <laughs> Those actually became household names among the Bulls fans. <laughs> that's, that's sad. Yep. 
what's sad is yesterday's game and the fact that Mel and Ramina were both there and can't really remember the game. That's sad. I closed my eyes. I had, mm-hmm. I had a full tray of nachos in front of me. Absolutely. I closed my eyes and I continued to eat my nachos. <laughs> What else were you all doing besides watching the game? Because you all were talking about how great of a time you all had. We just uh, I talked to the company. Well, I talked to the people behind us. I was like, "Hey, where are you guys from?" Like, <laughs> I didn't know what else. And they were like, "They're like we're Jokic fans." I'm like, "Same." Like, I don't know. I didn't know what to do. I was like, "Oh yeah," but no, it was a it was a lot of us there, so it was a good time. Really we had to make something. We had to make something out of it. I don't know. <laughs> we had fun. We still had yeah. fun considering it was uh the guys behind us, they were they were saying what they're saying they were Bulls fans and they were said they were both fans of both. A one percent chance that um it was like one percent if they if they lost, they would be okay with it. If the Bulls yeah. lost. But yeah, it was cool. Like we had um two of our Twitter friends, like all these, so all of this whole group that was there together, we're all we've all met through Twitter. Like nobody mm-hmm. each other prior to Twitter. So that's something that's pretty cool. Um and two two of us came from out of town. It was for one person's birthday, for Nia's birthday. So that's really cool. So we we enjoyed yeah. ourselves as much as we possibly could, despite a blowout. Did you hype up the show at all? Uh, I I don't really feel like anybody cared to talk. Bulls, <laughs> you know, had to do a temperature check. The feel out the room. Yeah, don't think it was the appropriate. I was still cheering for Zach if that counts. I was like, yeah, shoot it. And then he would miss, and I'd be like, it's okay next time. <laughs> yeah. Got to keep the energy going. I don't know. <laughs> if you ever met Zach face-to-face, and you had... I'm going to kiss him. Okay, tell me more. <laughs> I have five minutes of him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I want to hear more. This is the stuff we How came you... here for. We can't do that on this pod, no. Okay. Can you I'll tell, tell you privately, though. <laughs> I could, again, I see Justin's beads of sweat. No. no the only thing I'm taking from this is that Ramina did more coaching for Zach than Billy did. <laughs> so. You should actually hear me during the games. Like, I think you'd, I think you'd enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I yell at them even when I'm up at the three hundreds. I'll yell at them. She calls. She calls their names while they're inbounding passes. <laughs> Wait, were calling... the seats like right next to where the bench was? Uh, we're like what ten rows above. We have pretty. We good weren't seats. too far. If you yelled loud enough, they could definitely hear us. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. All right. So, did any of y'all hear Billy's post game conference? Yes. Where he, where he says, "Energy is a choice. <laughs> coaching is a choice. <laughs> coach Billy, choose the coach." He said, "Energy is a choice." Yes, he said, "Energy is a choice," and he doesn't mm-hmm. know why they come out with low energy because energy is a choice and I'm just coaching is a choice too Billy you don't choose to do it and if he's observing that and that's when he has to step in 
like hello that's your that is what you do as a leader as a coach like if your people aren't if your people aren't doing what they need to do since it's their choice <laughs> mm-hmm. do something change it you got to change something up like how much of it is on the leader being being a, a leader of anything you have to take some accountability for that he he took no accountability in that conference whatsoever i'm glad i missed it he said he's waiting for the players to hype up the rest of the team. I give credit to Dalen. Dalen's always hype. I don't know if you guys see him on the bench, but like, no, he always is. he's there for every shot, every like he's always up out of his chair. Like, I love Dalen. He's really becoming one of my favorites. <laughs> Dalen played with the Windy City Bulls, mm-hmm. yeah, then drove and then came to, to the game. United Center mm-hmm. yeah. and played with the Bulls mm-hmm. and still had all the energy. He really did. He had a lot of energy on the bench. I was like looking at the bench mostly because it's a blowout game. What else is there to do? But yeah, his energy was, it was there the whole game. So I really like that from him. He's quickly become a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Yeah, we love that. We were, we, we needed somebody that was like uh, more of like a, a little bit of a bully too. When he when he was uh, checking in, everybody got really excited. They're like, "Dalen's coming in. We're down by thirty, but Dalen's coming in." Like, yeah, well, I'm doing the um, the live thread on Discord for the game, and you know we're getting blown out. I'm like, "Oh, Dalen Terry's checking in." People are like, "Oh, now I have a reason to watch this game again." Mm-hmm. Right, but then Tony Bradley checked in. That's when I yeah, I was off. like, oh, it's over. White flag. Brandon's <laughs> in. Yeah, we were, we were in the store. I was actually in the store with two other girls at that time because forget about it. And then we heard it. Well, we heard it when it was Dale and we're like, okay, yeah, game's definitely over. But at least he gets minutes. As soon as they subbed in Dale, I'm like, okay, it's over. No point mm-hmm. in us going back to our seats. Let's just shop for Bulls merch. That's a good idea. Retail therapy. That's where I got this hat from. So shout out to this Bulls L because I probably wouldn't have bought this hat. I probably wouldn't have left my seat otherwise. <laughs> so I guess you got a nice hat. You got a nice hat. I ate an obnoxious amount of nachos that day and bought a hat that I didn't need. <laughs> You're doing health, it right. Your You're mental doing health it right. should not depend that much on a Bulls loss or win. But hey, here we are. That's why we're all. I mean, my thing is like, what do we get mad now? Like, is this one we're going to start being like, we're four, what, 14 games in? No, it's still early in the season. We still got, do we start, do we really start stressing out now? Do we see when Lonzo comes back? What we can do? I don't want to put everything on Lonzo, but I'm just saying he's, he's a big help. Whoever says he's not is lying. (laughs) He's a big help to the team. But, when do we really? Everybody says nothing counts until after All Star break. I mean, that's when the Celtics got hot last year, and mm-hmm. we got cold. So. I was just gonna say we got cold after that. So the only thing that's is, I all... just want us to get all of our mistakes out of the way now, and but but learn from them. But it, unfortunately, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like we're learning from too much of it. But again, it's very early. It's it's eighty two games, but we just want to see some type of progress but again getting all the mistakes out of the way early would be great but we have to learn from them and make those adjustments 
didn't Demar say they had like a meeting or something, something, mm-hmm. and everybody took well to it, and mm-hmm. I yep. guess that's good. I guess I guess that that they're talking about what went wrong. Yeah, because honestly, at the end of the game, like not the end of it, but towards the end of it, it looked like Zach was really frustrated. Again, this is me reporting from the stands. Um, and then Demar was sitting next to him. And it looks like they were just talking about all of it, and then Drummond was sitting behind them. So. I guess that's good that they're all like communicating with each other, even though it was during the game, but <laughs> wasn't much else to do at that point. <laughs> I mean, it, Tony Bradley was in, I wouldn't watch either at that point, so I get it. <laughs> no, so... he, was, uh, he was like, he was angry in the, in the, the um, press conference. Like, he was like, this is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. anybody, if anybody knows, it's Zach. I mean, we see the hard work that he's put into his game, and for mm-hmm. him to like be starting off this way with this team, he knows how much talent is on this team. I mean, he he saw in years past what he was dealing with, having to be the face of the team, having to deal with Boylan as your head coach, having to answer questions about your pathetic excuse for head coach i mean you know he dealt with all of that so you could tell like it's good that they're talking but it's like you need like more energy on the court like Mm -hmm. like that frustration needs to carry over into the next game like we'll know how how they respond to this communication by who they play next you know are they going to take it to the the next team that they have or is it just going to be more of the same. Well, we played Pelicans again. Wednesday, be fun. Orleans. It was a fun game until it wasn't, right? Like it was a yeah. great game. Yeah. So the game. Like for me, I think as soon as Demar lost that ball, I think it ruined it. <laughs> like it killed that moment for us. Again, refs missed some calls, but I think that would have turned the game around if he didn't lose the ball at that moment. I also think Zach gets frustrated because it's all going to fall on him in the end. Because I don't know if you guys saw it, but everybody was blaming him last night. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people. And I'm like, like, I don't, I don't understand. I'm like, and why? I, I, I can't remember how many points that Ingram and Zion both had, like heading into the half of that last matchup. But it wasn't a lot of points. And yet and still, the Bulls were losing by two. Mm-hmm. at halftime and I was like how is that possible and going back to the lead that they had they had like a double digit lead and then it just kept getting smaller 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 no, no timeouts time <laughs> no adjustment smaller no adjustment oh we're losing so you know I'm 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 where you were at now, Derek. <laughs> like I was okay. trying to be like very optimistic, but I'm coming <laughs> over to your side. I'm getting very Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> Somebody less gum chewing, more more coaching, please, because uh, somebody on Twitter accused me of pushing my hate for Billy Billy Donovan on other people, and I'm like, are we watching the same game? Because I'm just saying what's happening. I have no hatred towards that man in a personal way mm-hmm. i do hate his coaching mm-hmm. lack therefore of i think he was the perfect coach to help get this team back on track in a winning way 
now we need somebody that can take us to the next step because it is not Billy. Yeah, I, I mean, so. you saw that that message that I sent you early this, this morning. Like, I was, First of I was all, like, you sent that really early. It was yeah, like five in the morning. I'm like, no. That's how upset <laughs> I was. That is how upset I was because I could not sleep. And I sent that. I was like, you know what? I need, I'm angry, but I need to find some way to laugh at this. And that was the only way that I could like start my day on a positive note. <laughs> I mean, I was up. <laughs> I was laughing. <laughs> I was up too, but clearly. Yeah, male who has not gone to sleep. <laughs> right. I'm running on, I'm running on M&M's. She was like, I took, you know, a three-second nap, and then I woke up. I'm like, okay. <laughs> what are you saying I sent it to you early for if you're already up? Because. What if I wasn't? But you were. But you didn't know that. <laughs> Bold of you to assume. <laughs> Anyways. Anywho. Anywho. So, yeah, um... We're owing four in the state, my jerseys. Um, that is like a state. All-time all record in black jerseys is not good. Luckily, we don't wear them anymore this month. <laughs> Maybe we'll win. Let's see how it goes. That's one. another wild stat, you know, <laughs> but wow. I don't know all these stats. <laughs> what do you guys think about, see, I'm seeing a lot of blow up the team. A whole lot of blow up the team, blow up the team, blow up the team, blow up the team. What? I, and then I'm as soon sure as I, we do, as yeah. soon as we do, what's going to happen? I, I'm pretty sure I know all three of your thoughts, but what are your thoughts? As soon as you blow up the team, it's going to go right back to people complaining, and then you're going to wait how many more years for it to get back together? Blow up the staff. For what? Like we, there's too much talent on this team. Like, why would you blow up this team? That it would not make any sense whatsoever to blow up this team. And we have more talent that is coming in. Hopefully, if Lonzo gets back. Um. So yeah, that. that no. I'm not saying we have the perfect team. Like I don't don't believe we have the perfect team, but I think we can work towards it with what we have right now. Yeah, um, this is the team's second year of being together, and you don't blow up a team that early. And for what? So we can suck mm -hmm. again for another four or five years? And you guys were complaining about, oh, this team is poverty. We can't get anybody to come here. Mm -hmm. We need Jerry to sell the team. <laughs> Well, everybody's saying, okay, so if you keep this team, they're only going to go to, to the first round if we get to the first round, whatever it is. And then what? Like, what direction do they have from there? That's that's their argument. Yeah, but the thing is, we don't know. But, I mean, look, Portland and, like, Utah are, like, the top teams, like, in the West right now. And Isn't that crazy? Portland's number one. Yeah. Portland is number one, and Utah's number three. And currently, we have one more win than the Golden State Warriors. So, like, that tells you, like, where things are at this season. This season, more than any other season, it is wide open. There are no perfect teams. There's no, like, unbeatable team. That Like, that's why 
this is a crucial time where the Bulls need to find out within, I, I want to say like the next 15, 20 games is Donovan the right guy to be getting this thing to where it needs to be because there are too many other teams out there who are getting it done with less talent and less head coaching experience. So yeah, this is the, this is the year where you go for it. Yeah, I've talked. I've I've talked about this. I know, you guys know where I. You guys know how I stand on that too. I I thought that he did okay for last season. Um, for us being together for our first year, that's kind of I feel like what we needed just a players coach to just kind of corral the team. But not not this year. We need we need better this year. It's not going to take us much further. Um, going to rely on the talent of our players, but it's not going to produce the best results that we can have with all the talent we have. Bring in Steve Nash. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that might be the only coach in recent history that I would not pick over Billy. (laughs) Oh man. I think that was a bad idea from the beginning, to be honest, but. Yeah, what do we know? He, before he even coached the game, you got Kyrie talking about, well, I can coach the team. <laughs> Durant can coach it. We don't really need a coach. What a mess. See, it could always be worse. It could always. I mean, but they're doing better now. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah so maybe got rid firing of the coach. I was going to say, maybe firing the coach is the way to go. <laughs> At least we won our game against yep. them. We'll have another one, right? It's coming up. Is it coming up or is it? I don't know. know. We have um, we have New Orleans on Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday is it Thursday? I don't know. I'm not gonna lie to you. I remember. I think it's Wednesday. We have New Orleans. Then we play Orlando Friday. Oh, if we lose to Orlando, <laughs> the tweets that are going to come with it, oh my gosh, I just, I remember that what they were tweeting last season that I think this season will be worse. If that that will be, um, just, it's going to start the whole Wendell thing again. <laughs> we're wearing the um, city edition jerseys that night against Orlando. Perfect. <laughs> Mills it oh. I don't think they're terrible. They're, they could be better. They grew on. They could be better. They're growing on me. This yeah. is like this is the same rust red that I was talking all that mess about. So it could be better, but we're not terrible. Yeah. But <laughs> last year, I think we're like one in four or five in the city of Jersey. So hopefully, we have better luck this year in them. Sounds like we're just used to what we know when we keep changing it and messing it up. Maybe. What do you think yeah. about us? Who do we play after the Pelicans, you said? Orlando. Wendell Carter Jr. Is Frank Vogel available? What? No. For who? I know. I was going to be like, not us. <laughs> Frank Vogel's terrible. Won a championship. In the bubble. 
I was gonna say barely, but I don't want to be a hater, but that's fine. He won a Disney <laughs> ring. <laughs> I'm not counting that as him winning the championship. Any bubble championships that Billy win? Billy didn't get into the bubble, did he? Exactly. <laughs> what happened to Frank after? Fired. Gone. <laughs> so I'm not going to give the credit to Frank there. So. Wasn't it the, the next year, too, they let him go? Yes. <laughs> because it was the bubble, Justin. It's a Mickey Mouse ring. They couldn't wait to let him go, so. Hey, Frank Vogel's teams were always highly competitive. And he's known as a good defensive head coach. That's all I'm going to say. I so don't was know. Bill, wasn't Billy known as a won one head championship coach? in the bubble because Billy Donovan as Anthony head Davis head. was particularly healthy. Wasn't Billy known as a great defensive coach? I don't know about that. I don't think. I thought so. that's why everybody was so excited about him because he was such a great. He developed defense or whatever on OKC. I don't know. I could be completely wrong, but he was great and he was he was decent in college. I'm sorry. I, I was not excited. Were like, <laughs> people were excited because he wasn't boiling. I wasn't excited. Yeah, we talked about er that earlier on. We were not like excited about him being. <laughs> the report came out like it's better than boiling. That was kind of the mm -hmm. attitude. Yeah, because the report came out was like. Uh, the Bulls are possibly looking to hire Billy Donovan. I text my friends and I'm like, no, please, man. <laughs> then there's like, they've hired Billy Donovan. I'm like, all right, it's better than boiling. <laughs> better than what boiling. is it? No, I'm just kidding. I was like, what is it? But yes, yes, it is. I'm just joking. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I was never <laughs> too thrilled about that one. Bring back Hoiberg. <laughs> the mayor and stay wherever he is. I low key felt bad for him because he had like heart problems and then he had to coach our team on top of it. I was like, man. <laughs> the only reason he was hired was because his wife was, was friends with Garforman's wife. Yep. Networking. <laughs> that that's horrible. Yeah. And that it, shows just how bad that front office was because they're hiring people just because they're friends they're with friends. the wives. Yeah. I would do that for you guys. Like, yeah, she's my friend. <laughs> Get her on here. <laughs> can we just shout out, side note, completely off topic, can we just shout out Vooch for giving us peace of mind to the refs? 100%. Okay, but he said it deserved. wasn't towards the rest. Huh? He's lying. He's he said lying. it wasn't towards he the refs. To, to it was towards the refs. It was after a travel call. That the, it was a fan who was saying something, and that's when he did it. Let's that's be worse. <laughs> that's hey, worse just, than what he said. But. Yesterday during the commercial break, Dragic was going at it with the refs, and Vooch held him back. Oh, really? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, Drogic had that, sex tonight. Mm -hmm. Drogic was really upset, and I was like, wow. I'm like, see, like, where is this energy put on the court? Like, do something there. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> but I like seeing that from him. He got aggressive. Uh, I didn't want him to get another technical, though. But we've been getting a lot of those also lately. 
Except for Billy. That Billy was coming. halfway on the court and didn't get a tech. I was like, what's going on? How do you guys feel about um so like we're losing like this we're losing the points in the paint battle, right? Like almost every game. But Vooch is shooting 39.7% from three three point range and 47.3% overall. He's averaging 16 and a half points per game, 11.9 rebounds, and 3.1 assists. What do you guys think about all that? I, I do notice that he's been like kind of popping off in the corner instead. Um, which I don't want to say it. What do you what are your guys' thoughts on that? I mean, him popping off in the corner sometimes is necessary to open up the lane for Zach and Damar, but it's been plenty of times he's in the post and they don't go to him. And again, that's on Billy for not instructing his team to feed Vooch in the post. I just get really frustrated when we just keep going to threes. Like, why do we keep shooting threes? It's not going in. Stop it. Do something else. And then they'll do, like, you know, Zach going to the basket. And then they'll go right back to threes again. And I'm like, what are we doing? There's so, so much action that comes from um, Vooch being in the post. There's, like, the quality of shots are so much better when he's there. And like you were saying, Derek, Yes, it is a good thing, like, in certain instances where he's hitting those corner threes um, that he's he's proven that he's really good at, especially this year. But um, there's too many quality shots that happen as a, you know, because you go to the middle. Like, the, the way the defense was shifted, like, most of the entire game, the Bulls did not attack the middle. And that's what a lot of teams have been doing is just, like, putting that pressure on the perimeter the middle is wide open. So if Booch goes to the middle or somebody just cuts to the basket, you're going to get an easy layup. But we keep shooting three-pointers, even though we're not a good three-point shooting team. It's um, pretty <laughs> mind-blowing. Billy is a more perimeter-oriented coach where he wants threes. That's why he three guard lineup so much because he thinks these guys are going to go out there and just knock down a bunch of threes. We don't have that many three-point shooters that are shooting at a high clip and a high percentage. The middle is open because they know we're not going down the middle. We're going to shoot threes or DeMar is going to ISO. That's the only type of plays that you see Usually, unless Javante's out there and he's cutting to the rim or Derek Jones is out there and he's cutting to the rim because those two guys take it upon themselves to cut to the rim and look for an easy basket. Other times, three, Damar Iso. Zach may get a drive to the lane. Then we're right back to threes or it's Damar Iso because of lack of play calling. Which, of course, falls back to Billy. Yep. I was reading something on him from, like, Wikipedia that, like, even as a player, like, uh, he played in a system under Patino that emphasized three-point shooting. That's when, like, his career started to take off. 
playing in that system. And it's almost like that's what he wants the Bulls to be when that's not their strength. They also haven't been running as much, getting into their offense a lot earlier. I know that um, when we – I have mentioned this to you before, um, Derek, how I was like one of the things that they need to emphasize is um, Pat getting out in the open floor. Uh, just with getting him – like because – Pat has the athleticism, but Pat doesn't know what to do with that athleticism just yet. So when he's stationary, it's very easy for a defender to kind of like, you know, cut off his moves because he doesn't really have those those nuanced moves just yet. Getting Pat out in the open floor and just letting him get the ball, kind of like initiate a little bit of the offense and have the team run more would also help you know, just kind of settle things down or at least get them into their offensive sets a lot quicker. But you don't see that with them. The team just, they kind of walk the ball up the court and then they swing it around the perimeter. They don't go to Vooch in the post. And that is their offense. Come save us, DeMar. So <laughs> it's kind of easy to defend. Yeah. Remember I asked you guys what the Bulls offense was and I said it's run. They haven't been running. Yeah. Other than the second unit, when Dragic is in, because he actually runs and pushes the pace, why is the 36-year-old guy the one who's initiating the running and the the fast pace? Yeah, it's crazy. Servette. <laughs> Even, I think it was, it was either last night or the game before Pat got a rebound and took it full court, scored. Let him do that. He can dribble the ball full court. He has the skills. He ran and got an easy basket. That's what we need to do instead of, okay, let's let their defense set and just shoot a three. Yeah, even in the games where we weren't, you know, necessarily winning, but the offense was looking better, they were getting into their offensive sets a lot quicker. Defenses didn't have that opportunity to just, you know, stay on the mark right away, like late in the shot clock and, and just be able to dictate what type of offensive flow the Bulls were going to have. But you don't see that at all. Um, and I think Io wants to go out and run, but, like, if you're running – like, Dragic will run, but there won't be anybody else who's running with him. I think Ayo wants to run, but there's not anybody else who's really running with him also. So you just see a lot of guys just jogging back up and down the court. So, again, what does that come to? Somebody has to point that out. Like, I'm not a head coach. None of us on here have, you know, coached any team basketball team I don't think but it's obvious to us so just gotta do it they, yeah. they've become accustomed to like Dragish's play style too like knowing <clears throat> that he can throw those lobs and those oops and stuff um and I'm, I know Io can too he has that court vision he has he has pretty high basketball IQ but coaching I think another part of that comes down to when Dragic is running the floor, 
usually has Javante, Derek Jones, Zach, and Drummond out there with him. They're all going to run the floor. Yeah. Which doesn't really want to run the floor. <laughs> he may sprint a couple possessions, but full game, he's not He's not going to run the court. I love that we started with coaching and we're ending with coaching. <laughs> you just got to be real about it. We just need to get can we just get Zach in more catch-and-shoot situations? Yes. Can we do that? Because can we just – can we do that? <laughs> like, he said he wants more catch-and-shoot situations. I know. Billy said no. <laughs> <laughs> Billy's setting him up for failure, and I'm not okay with it. Because a lot of people are going to say, oh, he's exactly. a max player – He's supposed to be doing da 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 da. Somebody was talking about he doesn't know how to dribble and this and that. So then you have some people who agree with us that it's on Billy. I'm not saying it's all on Billy. Most of it is, but not all of it. I was gonna say majority of it is. Yeah, (laughs) majority of it definitely is. But yeah, um, we got the Pelicans, the Magic, and then we play the Celtics again. Oh wait, is that Magic game? Um, is that them at it's, home or playing? it's a home game? Home game, okay. Um, yeah, uh, that's a home game. The Pelican game is an away game. Uh, the Celtics is home game as well. So you have one quick road game against the Pelicans, and then we're at home for the Magic and the Celtics. And then we're back on the road for the Bucks and the Thunder. Hmm. We could win all three of the ones that are coming up. We beat the Celtics once. Pelicans was a close game. We haven't played the magic yet, so I don't know, but yeah, the, despite last night's horrible game. Mm-hmm. And DeMar did say the team talked after the game and today at practice about right. last night's game. So I I say we win the next three. I'm hoping for it. They need that like boost of confidence right now. I'm at the same. I said we were going to win these last two, but we didn't. But uh, I- I'm going to go with all three, too, again. Wish I could join you. <gasps> How many are we winning, Justin? They probably won. Jeez. Which, which one are we winning? You're going to say magic. Um, no, actually, I'm not going to say the magic. Because um, it depends on if um, that rookie that they have. Because it's it's it really it's about like about an energy like that that team when that rookie plays they play with a lot of energy, and those guys from last year who like were trash talking even though they were losing <laughs> a lot of games against us, 
they've gotten better. Um, I say like the one team that I see where we have like the major advantage size wise is against Boston. Because like that last game against Boston, Boston could not have played any better. They were hitting like their three pointers, like Tatum, he didn't shoot very well, but he still scored over 30 points and they barely won. So I say if Drummond is healthy, like Drummond and Booch, we should definitely win the rebounding and the points in the paint. That's the only game that I see us winning. I'm not I'll taking it. to Wendell Carter. I'm not, I'm not accepting it. Let <laughs> me tell you right now, if we lose that game, I'm logging out for a week. <laughs> I already know the people that are going to start the, oh, we lost the trade, and I don't want to hear it. Right. That's like, no. Go up there. <laughs> Beat the magic. But yeah. Um, in between the um, Orlando and Celtics game is Fan Jam at the United Center Saturday. See you there. I'll see you guys there. Where are you Mina, thanks for me. Yeah, can't, can't disclose my location right now. Sorry, <laughs> it'll be yeah. right next to Zach. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I know you got to go, so thanks for coming yeah, on. Sorry, guys. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Thanks. Thanks for, thanks coming, for coming on. Up. Anytime you nice. want to jump back on. Awesome. Yeah, let me know. Bring I'm Zach here. on next time, can you? Yeah. When I'm at Fan Jam, be like, let's make a quick video. Not like that, but. <laughs> you almost made it all the way through. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it, Justin. I had to do it. So close. <laughs> Justin in shambles. <laughs> Justin's like, never again. Do not bring her back. <laughs> now I am going to disappear into the black. <laughs> oh, I don't worry. I, I have to go, Justin. Don't worry. This is all you know. <laughs> all right. Thanks again, guys. This was a lot of fun. That's it. Thank you. Time you want to jump back on, just let me know. See all you right. Saturday. Miss you. All right. See you. Bye, guys. Bye. Almost. I mean, she didn't specify. <laughs> She's talking about like a 20, well, you know, a game of 21 video. Just stop. <laughs> Go eat your M&Ms and just stop. <laughs> she disappeared. <laughs> Are you back again? I finished them. Uh. <laughs> Justin got a debrief. What? You have to debrief? Yeah. No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, well, yeah. I uh, we guess that that's <laughs> the episode for this week. <laughs> Wait, you gotta talk. Are you gonna tell our people about Fan Jam? I just did. What, like, what is it? What's going on? All right, Fan Jam is a open practice with the players that you can watch. <laughs> there are going to be photo opportunities. Uh, there's going to be some merchandise giveaways like rally towels. Uh, there's a photo opportunity with the Larry.
Fan trophies. So if you got tickets, we'll see you Saturday at Fan Jam. Um, they have a youth hoops clinic too. I just looked it up. Oh yeah. The, the, and then they're gonna have limited edition merch on site. Oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, it's supposed to be Bulls entertainment throughout the whole day. So wait, you said it's gonna be an open practice? Yeah. I want you all to like get sounds of the coaching that's going on. Just <laughs> I don't so think there will be going on. There's a, a fan jam towel giveaway, a Chicago Bulls team poster giveaway, photo ops with the newly released city edition uniform, interactive games experiences, meet and greet with the Bulls, and we will mic up Billy. Okay. There you go. Should, yeah, should have, he should be mic'd up every game so you can see what's going on. No time to take photos on the court with the Bulls players. That's pretty cool. <coughs> oh, that's for American Express card holders, season ticket holders, American Express card holders, and Bulls Nation kid all star members. <laughs> so I need to get an American Express card right now. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, come to Fan Jam. We'll see you there. Um, we're me and Mel think the Bulls will win the next three. Justin's going with just one. Shout out to Keisha for getting my man just be this Bulls sweatshirt he has on, looking good. She gave it to me. What's that mean? I paid for it. Dang. I'm just joking. She's been <laughs> like, telling me to get some gear like for a she, long time. <laughs> like she messaged me and said she was going to get you some gear. So Actually, trying to give props to your wife, trying, man, and you just like snatched it away. <laughs> she's been trying for a long time, <laughs> so, but I picked this one out. When so she this sees one, this, I'm good luck. You, you're going to be in the doghouse, my guy. I'm credit for this one because she's been telling me to pick something out. So I I don't buy myself anything, so I'm going to take some credit for this. She buys me everything. R.I.P. 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 <laughs> okay. Um. Happy birthday, Gabby and Nia. You know y'all celebrated y'all birthdays pretty close to each other. So, see y'all guys Saturday, and until next time, go Bulls. Go Bulls. Go Bulls.